This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 206 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. You know. You know what time it is. I'm Tommy B. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. Uh, Talib Shabazz is back. Vi, the country commentator, is back. And we're going to discuss, man, all this hot news. Among the topics, man, we'll discuss Colorado's bold move to remove Trump from the ballot. And why is hashtag Trump stinks trending? (laughs) Why is it trending right now, y'all? And Mr. and Mrs. Simone Biles are under attack. We'll talk about it all. Tanya B is on holiday until 2024. And this is our last taping until 2024. So this season is up. The new season starts in January. Let's go ahead and get it started with news from Syracuse, Mike. Mike, what you got, man? News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse, Mike. An appeals court has ruled that the Georgia election interference case against former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows must remain in state court. Meadows had hoped to move his case to federal court because he thought it would help him. The court basically said Meadows was not acting in his official capacity as chief of staff based on the allegations against him. It didn't take long after actor Jonathan Majors was found guilty of assaulting his ex-girlfriend, Disney Marvel Studios dropped him. Majors was already let go by his management company, publicists, and from a number of other projects earlier this year. In a stunning move, Colorado Supreme Court has ruled that former President Trump is constitutionally disqualified from serving as president again because of his actions resulting in the 2021 January 6th insurrection. The Colorado court cited the 14th Amendment and ruled that Trump cannot appear on the state's presidential ballot next year. Now, to be clear, this decision will in all likelihood be decided by the U.S. Supreme Court. There are at least 20 other states dealing with legal efforts to keep Trump off the ballot. Former President Trump has responded to Colorado Supreme Court decision to ban him from the state's election ballot. Wednesday, he posted on his Truth Social site, What a shame for our country. A sad day for America. Republicans, including his presidential rivals, have largely lined up behind Trump, blasting the ruling for interfering in the right of Americans to pick their leaders. The White House says President Biden spoke to the president of Mexico concerning the large number of migrants coming to the border. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby. President Biden has asked Secretary of State Tony Blinken, Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas, and White House Homeland Security Advisor Liz Sherwood Randall to travel to Mexico in coming days to meet with President Lopez Obrador and his team to discuss further actions that can be taken together to address current border challenges. Former New York City mayor and Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani filed for bankruptcy Thursday after a jury found him liable for nearly $150 million in damages to two former Georgia election workers for defamation. In his petition, Giuliani estimates he has assets worth between $1 million and $10 million, with liabilities between $100 million and a half a billion dollars. Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss's attorney said the bankruptcy filing wouldn't protect the former mayor. Lawyers are believed to be moving quickly to ask for liens on Giuliani's properties in New York and Florida while researching to find out how he may be making money. 
There is a recording of former President Donald Trump pressuring Michigan canvassers not to certify the 2020 presidential election, according to the Detroit News. They unsuccessfully attempted to resend their votes in favor of certification the next day. The Michigan case, which also includes fake electors, is similar to the Georgia case, where Trump has been indicted over his attempts to overturn his loss here. President Biden announced that he is pardoning Americans who have used marijuana in the past, including those who were never arrested or appeared in court. The proclamation includes offenses related to use and possession on certain federal lands that were not covered by a 2022 proclamation. This means all lawful permanent residents in possession of marijuana for their personal use and those convicted of similar crimes are pardoned. It does not apply to those in jail for selling weed, which is illegal under federal law. The president also called on governors to take similar steps to erase certain state-related marijuana convictions. Hey, what's up, y'all? Man, thank you so much, Mike. Syracuse Mike, or don't you say it, Talib. <laughs> don't you say it. <laughs> I don't want Mike coming after me for the holidays now. What's up? <laughs> Appreciate you, Mike. Thank you, man. Um, and uh, the crew is here, y'all. The crew is here together for how long has it been? Let me just. Yeah, baby, man. It's been a minute. How to how to pass this? Say how long? <laughs> <laughs> that long. <laughs> Appreciate you, uh, Talib Shabazz is back in the building. What's up, Talib? Yes. Hey, how y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Good to be back amongst my brothers, my brethren. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And the country commentator is back. Yes, yes he is. Glad he got to be some back. anointed oil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna mention it, but I'm not All gonna right. mention it. So you I'm already not gonna have. mention it, Deacon. You already have. <laughs> Vi was on fire last hey, week. Hey, I'm just like her friend. I'm here. <laughs> hey man. Look. Hey, you asked me, is this PG? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I set myself up, didn't I? <laughs> Look, did I, hey, did I give you the wrong answer? <laughs> hey, I didn't realize what I did till I was listening to the show all the other day. I'm going, dang, man, you just... Ooh, went off. Okay. Yeah, he was on one by. This is gonna be a condensed episode. Uh, no, no tea this week with Tanya B. Um, so we just gonna, you know, cap it all, you know, recap it all in in this uh, in this segment, pretty much, y'all. And um, I'm just gonna jump right into it. Uh, Mike mentioned it, and in the um in the news update uh colorado man is just doing its thing and the 14th amendment i mean we've been talking about it since you know what i mean since mm-hmm. since january 6th yeah. you know the, the fact that this was eventually going to catch up with him section three amendment you know 14th amendment so i'm gonna start with you to leave and then by you jump in is colorado doing the right thing yep yes yeah yeah Hell yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Because because some people feel um and, and again, you know, the thing is a lot of people feel that the voters should um eliminate him. No, uh, I mean go yeah, ahead, I, I mean, go I, ahead to leave first. Okay. And then yeah, yeah, go ahead, I, I mean, yeah, I would definitely prefer that to be the case. But you know, everybody's acting like 
um, Trump is is not guilty of something. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, man, you no, nah, bro, you've got you've lost court cases. You know what I mean? You're not a felon, felon, but yo, you yeah, no, no, man, you can't be. Listen. I thought that a convicted felon was not able to run for office to do anything in this country. Not in terms of holding a a position that high. So, I mean, what are we really talking about? Yeah, so true. Vi? My thing is, uh, can a convicted felon vote? No. Some places. Some places. My thing, if, if, if a convicted felon can't vote, how can he hold an office as president? And right. he can't vote? What sense that make? And right. my thing is, Trump is still saying the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so since he got the nerve to say the same thing, go to trial. Right. <laughs> yeah. You really believe it? Go to trial. Yeah. Yeah. Prove your case that you didn't do it. Well, see, yeah. but you know what's going to happen, Vi, is the same thing that happened in every court case. Leading up to the case, they're going to say anything that they want. When they get in there, they're going to tell the truth. The case will be dismissed or, you know, or dropped. No with that. And then and then they'll Coffee. come back out and then tell the lies all over Dude, again. I have no problem with that. Because he tell the truth, he can't run. Yeah. So how are you going to explain to me why you ain't run? Well, if you... So why can't you run, Mr. President, uh, Mr. Trump? Right. Since you say you didn't do it, but you got behind closed doors and came out and said you can't run? So right. what... No, I really don't care how it comes out. He can say all I want. If they say he can't run, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. justice is done for. I'm concerned. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this, exactly. man. Uh, you know, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> bottom line is the bottom line, in my opinion. Yeah, and 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 I agree with what Colorado is doing. Uh, I agree uh, with several other states who are doing the same thing. Uh, It's sad that uh, his Republican, um, I guess the folks who are running against him in the primary won't even stand up and admit that he was wrong. And the 14th Amendment is what it is, because the most interesting thing about this is a lot of Republicans, a lot of these folks are what we call federalist. okay, and they believe in the Constitution to the letter of the law. If you do believe that the Constitution should be uh, ad- adhered to to the letter of the law, then you believe the 14th Amendment is right mm-hmm. because he did advocate uh, insurrection. They have uh, proof of it on film, uh, audio, however you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you agree with it. I mean, so it's either you believe in states' rights or you don't. Right. And basically what Colorado is saying that we are... Uh, basically using states' rights to eliminate uh, a, a man who uh, basically pushed an insurrection um, off our ballots. It's, it's, you know, this whole thing came up basically after the uh, after the Civil War. Right. Uh, it was intended to keep, of course, the, the damn. I read, I read that. I read that part. Mm-hmm. It was. It was intended, and, and you know what? To be quite honest with you, we are, we're very close to that. I mean, I, I I don't want to push that on America, but we are, you know, considering the attempt. It was very much like, you know, the possible. We, we are still yeah. in the same uh, arena 
of a possibility of the same thing happening because I don't think we've done everything possible to stop it. So if you're looking, you got you got more thoughts, then I'll close um, it out with you, Vi. Yeah. Um really, man, it's just it, this election just becomes, you know, how how ridiculous the how ridiculous can it be? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and it just yeah, keeps it compounding and compounding. You yeah. know, um yeah, it's just stupid at this point. Yeah. Okay, bye. You close it out. Go ahead. Well, it's just like we can't help ourselves. I mean, my thing. Why? What is so enticing about this man that make a country so divided that we want to put him in office? Right. I don't think the Republican thing. If they don't, I think if the Republicans feel like they're scared of him, they don't think if they all got together and say, "No, we don't want you in." He can't run. Yeah. But they too scared to do that. Then it make me think. There, over half of them is on his side. They want him in there, right? Yeah, you know, it's well. I'm not going to get into the rationale. I agree with you both, and and just to kind of close it out on a humorous note, <laughs> if there is any humor <laughs> to be found in this, you know, I watch trending all week on X, mm-hmm. formerly known as Twitter. Right? I love trending. Right. If anything <laughs> about X, formerly known as Twitter, trending is is just the best tool ever to see what's going on in the country. So what's been trending is smelly Trump. I don't know if you've seen this, right? Yeah, I, um, I did. I did. I did. There is um, a former Republican uh, senator who basically says that there's an odor around there's phys- like physically, like literally an odor. <laughs> <laughs> they, say, they say. I heard. They say. Allegedly, he wears depends or he has adult diapers or whatever on, right. and they don't get changed often. And 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 there's an odor that uh, <laughs> that emanates. And we want him from, in office. Hold on, hold on, Trent. Look. It's he can't trending. change himself. <laughs> it's trending. <laughs> like, like, really? Are you that wealthy? Are you that wealthy when you don't change your own diapers, Trump? <laughs> but I, I, look, I looked at this. Right, I thought it was like a figurative thing. I thought it was just, you know, just somebody being, you know, hey. His policy stinks. No, <laughs> no he stinks. <laughs> he stinks. It's not that he's that wealthy. No. He's that lazy. Oh, so, he's that lazy. He's that so, lazy. Dude, it's smelly Trump. I mean, Trump smells. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I kid you not. I'm not making this up. So on on X, it's like today. Okay, I've been waiting for it to drop. Okay, so I've been I'm I'm watching the trending every day and it's still they the the people who don't like him are just post just, you know, just hashtagging it to death because they want to keep it top. It's top five. Smelly Trump. Smelly Trump. So, you know, they've got these memes, you know, grandpa smells like pee. You know, it's just all these different memes of Trump. And it's just, oh, my God. Mm, He you know how much of a narcissist. He is. Right, He's got to be right. hating this shit. Oh, you know He's he got, is. He hates this. This is bad. This is bad. But just wanted y'all to know. Smelly Trump. Smelly Trump. All right. <laughs> Another thing that's really been trending. I was, I was hoping that this, was a joke when I saw that. I did too. I mean, no, I wasn't hoping. I was laughing. I was like, oh, hell, this is going to be funny. And the more you look at it, I mean, people have stories 
Do you know, you remember the time he farted in front of Diane Feinstein? He was giving a speech and Diane mm-hmm. Feinstein, yeah. the late Diane Feinstein was sitting next to him and, and you know, he's giving a speech. I guess he's at the, a table mm-hmm. or something. And all of a sudden you hear somebody cut <laughs> Cut yeah. loose, and she tries to she tries to ignore it, right? So she's looking. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry. I I know I know it's the holidays, y'all. <laughs> you need to stop, Mako. You stop. Hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> you stop. Stop, 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 stop it. Hey, what's the saying? You smelt it, dealt it. Stop it, stop it. All right, y'all, let me stop. All right. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, moving on to the next thing, okay? Another thing, and, and, you know, Mike covered all the big stories. I I, I don't want to deal with crazy stuff. Simone Biles. I everybody loves Simone. Simone, you know, is um, America's sweetheart, kind of darling, and, and and that's that's just the way. As a matter of fact, uh, as we speak right now, uh, I think Sports Illustrated has chosen her as uh, Sportswoman of the Year, and uh, I think LeBron is Sportsman of the Sportsman of the Year. Mm-hmm. But as as we do the story. As she's still getting all these accolades, as she's the most uh, awarded gymnast in the history of the sport, her husband goes on this podcast. What's the name of the podcast, by? The Pivot. The Pivot. Okay. And Ryan Clark is on it. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan Clark right, is right. for the Steelers yeah. and a couple of other, uh, I guess, ex-football players. And he's talking about the fact that he was on this exclusive app. I guess it's an app for entertainers. They met on that app and he had no clue who she was. He didn't even know who she was. You know, so he's talking about the fact that he didn't know who she was. And I think somehow he alluded to the fact that he was the catch in the in the in the whole relationship, that he's the catch. Mm-hmm. And people got pissed, man. I mean, it's it's I mean, it has been, I kid you, just like Smelly Trump. It is competing. <laughs> it is continually, continuously competing for the top spot. Spot, if, if not for Christmas, <laughs> if if not for Merry Christmas, <laughs> I think it would be number one. That and Smelly Trump would be number one. Okay, yeah. so um, Vod, you can you can you you listen to the whole podcast. Uh-huh. Because, so. Can you listen to the whole thing? I think people only listen to that clip and they get pissed. Mm-hmm. The thing that they say that I hear is how this dude's career is going to be over in a year to two years. How does he think? How does he feel that he's bigger than Simone Biles? We don't know. We don't even know his name. As a matter of fact, his name is Mr. Simone Biles, as far as we're concerned. So they are going off. Black women are pissed off. The other thing that black women have have kind of uh, gone off on Simone about is because, you know, Simone has liked uh, a comment about black women that black women hate when it comes down to relationships. So, Vi, I'm going to you. What's your takeaway? What's your takeaway from this? They go too far. If they listen to the whole clip, because he's actually being honest, he did not know who she were. He looked up and found out mm-hmm. about her, about how good she was. He really, he really didn't know how good she was. Yeah. This how he this how he didn't know what was going on when they went out to eat 
one day. Him, they went out to eat at this restaurant at this uh, what they call the fame place. He said, "People, he was so surprised. He said he was so surrounded, but they were asking him to take the pictures of Simone with other people. He said he really didn't know who she was, and clearly Simone did not mind. She drove forty five miles to go see this guy. Yeah, he didn't go see her now." She drove 45 miles to go see him. And like he said, it wasn't that he didn't know her. He said at the point of his time, he hadn't even made the football. He was trying to make the football. The dude had been cut once or twice. He said, I'm trying to make the football team at this time. I really don't want to be in no serious relationship with nobody. I really don't. But he met her. He liked her. And they fell in love. Like he told he he even asked her, who do you compete against? She said, myself. He said, really? Who do you compete against? He said, myself. And then he, then he started reading up and he realized, dang, this girl is awesome. She is great. And like he said, like when the Olympics was going on, I think he was in a bowl game. Yeah. Like I said, when you that dedicated trying to make the NFL, do you really care about the Olympics? If you're, you're not a first round draft pick, you're trying to make the NFL. So he was not degrading her. He was telling how they met. And at that time, he was, he felt like he was a kid. Now, do he feel that way now? No, he don't feel that way now. But at the time, he did. Yeah. And she felt that way. Like she told him, she said, one day, she said, I'm going to retire. And if he be good as he going to be, he won't be known as Simone. He would not be known as Simone by her husband. I'll be known as Simone by her husband instead of the other way around. Like, he didn't mean anything about it. She was there at the time he was saying this. They was laughing. Yeah, yeah, they were on that. They were on the so yeah. I mean, they are happy. So if a couple is happy, who are you to try to tell them? And majority of the time, people, people tell you stuff like that. They're not in a happy relationship. Yeah. So whatever makes you like a preacher, like the preachers tell us when I used to go to church, he said, run your marriage how you want to run it. If a woman pays the bill in your house and she controls all the money, if that works for you, that works for you. You don't worry about nobody else. Worry about your own man. Keep right. your house happy. So right. that's what I would tell Simone then. Are you happy? Is he happy? Are your relationship good? Then keep out the noise. Yeah. Keep out the noise. What about you, Talib? I mean, you're, you're just hearing, you know, hearing about this. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're a parent, you know, because these are 20-somethings, y'all. Listen, uh, from this story, I know one thing, that both of those um, people, both of those individuals have great self-esteem. So kudos to their people for, you know, instilling that kind of self-esteem in them, because the real is they both are a catch. And if you don't look at yourself as a catch, then something is wrong. (laughs) <laughs> you know, or you just need to go and do a little more work until you, right. until you're at the, until you're confident in who you are and you know what you have to offer to someone else. You know, it to be honest, you know, this that speaks more uh to the obliviousness of men in general. <laughs> And, you know, and the fact that, you know, uh, these millennials or the Gen Zers or whatever the whatever the the term is for people in that age bracket right now, Hmm. they're clueless. They are. Look, come on, bruh. Simone Biles is the biggest gymnast 
that's hit this country in years. You know, she's got the kind of name brand value. She's on Wheaties. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yo, man, and you don't know who she is. But can I say something? Really? To you, I agree. But I'm not surprised. No. Because, no, no. you know, when, when right. I look at their age, when I look at his age, mm-hmm. and the fact, I mean, Vi, you're talking about, he was talking about was spending 15 hours a day dedicated to training. To training. To the right. point where he didn't know probably who the president was. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy got cut a couple of times. Right. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you've been cut a couple of times, you know you try to make the team. You ain't focused on nothing else but trying to make yeah. trying to make that football team. But, but I you think, yeah, yeah, I think I think people try to liken it to what Kiki Palmer has gone through with her situation because you know people are watching these scenarios happen where you know uh, I guess high profile women. And it doesn't happen. It's not just a black thing. I mean, you look at mm-hmm. Britney Spears and you look at, you know, some of the other, uh, I guess, actresses or singers we grew up with or, you know, Halle Bailey, the you know, the Bailey sisters. You know, they meet people who may not be on the same level, mm-hmm. you know, uh, names yeah. we don't know. Right. And then, you know, we judge them quickly, you know, based on an action or a comment. But the women tend to know them better. Than mm-hmm. we do, right? right. Uh, you know, right. so so I, I mean, I think it's reactionary based on other things that have happened. But I agree with you, Vibe. When you know, I kind of you know, you go in because these clips are clickbait. They pull you, you know, they right. pull you in. <laughs> for you, you have to listen to if you listen to the whole podcast, yeah. you can see that was that was nothing bad about what, what he said whatsoever. He yeah. was just, they, they asked the question, "How y'all met?" Yeah, so it's it's <laughs> almost like yeah, it's clickbait. It brings you in. And all of a sudden, you mad, your blood pressure's high, and you cussing and responding, right. Right. you know. And, and I have to be, I mean, I've been, I tell you, on the sports side, mm-hmm. I have to be careful, man, because <laughs> I have to know the story because before, sometimes I go in responding like, damn, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Vi. And, but my thing yeah, is, they have good point to leave, though, yeah. about mm-hmm. knowledge. I mean, part right. of this is knowledge. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, pop culture, you know, uh, Simone Biles is part of the culture. Right. But if you're into the Olympics and you really into that kind of stuff, yeah, you can't help but to know her because she's probably the greatest of all time right now. But you don't yeah. even have to know the Olympics to a certain extent because exactly. it, it consumes You can say, I've I heard of Simone Bible, but you still really don't know who she is. You don't know how great she is. Yeah, that's some, the name's yeah. out there. I yeah, mean, you don't have you don't have to know what she does and, and right. exercises and what she does. She's you know, on the floor. If he asked her who she yeah. compete with, that yeah. clearly he don't know who she's talking to. He she competes he, with nobody. Yeah, he doesn't understand the sport. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was a trick question too. Yeah, yeah, that was, that, that was. question was a little loaded. And then but she no. said, and she said, oh, my sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who else? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's coming close at the moment. You well, you're that great. That's like saying. If I know I'm at my best, yeah. I can't be beat. Right. Yeah. All the person I know say that like my only person I, I look at people say like when I look at Michael Jordan, he say that I believe him. Other folks look at nah, you full of I ain't hearing all that. Simone, but Biles, you know, let me can I can I say I this? Be, I, I believe that by her though. Let me say this, man. There are people when when like Michael Jordan, mm. 
I'm sure if you know, considering Michael Jordan and who he dates, he's probably run across ran across some women who didn't know who his greatness. They don't know his greatness. You know right. what I'm saying? If you're not a sports fan, you ain't gonna know Michael Jordan. Great. You're not gonna know. You're, you're not like, gonna know. You heard him how much money he got. Yeah, you heard him, but you don't know how great he is. But you heard him say, "Oh, he's filthy rich." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at this, man. They um, there's a clip that's online going viral um, where Simone is uh, basically at the game, and there's a guy comes over to her by the name of Frozen Cheesehead. You know, <laughs> one of those regulars at the game. You know, um, and he hands her a helmet, a, a baseball cap that he's basically fashioned into a goat. Okay. Oh, wow. In one hand, she's is like holding gold medals, you know, and then and it's got her name on the other, you know, on the other shoulder. And then the guy says, you know, I don't know if this was on purpose or not. But she was like, oh yeah, and here's one for it. <laughs> he gave one to the hubby as well. You know what I mean? But it was like that's the afterthought. And you know, yeah. honestly speaking, you know, when I tell my sons to date. Above their pay grade, hmm. yeah. You know, can. I'm like, yo, man, if you gonna get a girl, good, man. That's a good thing you, if you can actually do that, bro. Good, good advice. Yeah, man. You got. I mean, <laughs> what? What? If, you you got to shoot for the stars, right? <laughs> you heard me say. You heard me say. Home with, you know, you I don't want you to say, come home with Sukiyana. You, you heard me say that's good. I, I said that's good advice. I want sexy red at the door. I said that's good advice. That's good advice. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Shoot for the what did what did uh, what is Casey Kasem? Shoot for the moon. Right. You land on the stars. And you land on the if you land on the stars, you're still doing good. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And, and yo, man, and my man, he's definitely done that. You know, I got to find out what this app is. <laughs> you mean I can pull, pull something? <laughs> but you know, hey, 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 let me say this, man, and no, then we'll they, move they, on they there, to what your, what your big stories are. I'm going I'm to I'm move on to what your big stories are. But but let me tell you, his his minutes of fame are definitely going to be over before hers. Hers oh, yeah. are forever. No, oh, she's in the I mean, never. just because, let me, let me tell you, let me say this. I remember, I, I mean, I'm old school and I remember freaking Nadia Comaneci. Right. <laughs> you know Nadia Comaneci. And, and Kathy, right. Kathy Rigby. Yeah. What was yeah. her name? Back Dorothy Hamill. Dorothy Hamill. Dorothy Hamill. Yeah. So, dude, I remember how big these women Olympians were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who were like either in uh what do you call it, gymnast mm-hmm. or or you know, like Dorothy Hamill, you know, not everybody yeah. would know figure mm-hmm. skating. Right. But but yeah, I mean Simone Biles is forever. Well and this dude let this dude become great. So let's hope let's hope he can handle oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Unless he come greater than Ed Reed, he's never gonna reach that level. <laughs> Let me tell you, dude, it's, he better watch A Star is Born. He <laughs> better, better go oh, watch A Star is Born. They now. got good they got good genes. Whatever child they have, boy, girl, good genes, good genes. Oh, all, all I can say is he better go watch A Star is Born and start adjusting his mentality going forward because she's going to yeah. be so much bigger. Well, like that, I said, when you, you know, listen to the podcast, he, he knows that. Nobody's going to remember his career. Like I said, we looked at the part, he yeah. knows that. Like you said, they went they went out to get ice cream. And when it was out there, he said the next thing mm-hmm. they were surrounded. He was said, What in the yes. world was going on? And they was asking him to take pictures of Simone 
and them. Right. No, nobody asked for his argument. Yeah. They was all about Simone. So he knows that already. He didn't know it now, but he definitely knows it now. Because like he said, she I'm gonna end the discussion. Go ahead. Yeah. Like said, I'm gonna end the discussion by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we gotta we gotta move on. But I'm just gonna leave him a word of advice. <laughs> Go watch a Star is Born, Star is Born. and adjust accordingly <laughs> before <laughs> make the adjustment. <laughs> Y'all, to leave you, you looking away. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna leave it at that. Well, I might even watch that show because I have no idea what you're talking this about. This is what I miss about Vi not being here, bro. It does not end I, well. We, I think I've laughed more this week than I have in the past <laughs> month. <man>. My <laughs> Christmas gift to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Sam. What's your, what, oh, oh, hi, Talib. What's your big takeaway? What's your big takeaway? What's your big takeaway for the week? Uh, What's your big well, takeaway? My big takeaway this week is that Biden pardons marijuana use. Wow. Nationwide. Wow. I saw that. Wow. Now, he didn't say, they did not say marijuana sales. Yep. You know, he's just hey, saying hey, marijuana hey, your, use. Your plug, your plug is not getting away. Right, you're right. <laughs> So basically, you know, last year he said that, you know, he wanted, he did like a proclamation saying something to the effect of, you know, when I don't want to, we're going to pardon users, marijuana users. So what this does is this is the, this is the official thing. So, um, the implication of Biden's pardon promises to have significant implications as criminal records for marijuana use and possession have imposed barriers to employment, housing, and educational opportunities. So now with this pardon in place, hopefully, you know, we will be able to at least move past the, uh, the initial stigma of, oh, you smoked weed, you can't get this job. And we can move into areas where, you know, it's uh, they're treating the, uh, the decriminalization of the plant, you know, like it, like it really is, as opposed to, well, we're kind of doing it, but we're not giving you banking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. we're not, you know, when we're not part, there's no, there's no pardon. So, you know, you still have a criminal record if you did it before this, but you know, I think it's just another, it's just one more step to hopefully getting uh, marijuana taken off. Um, the 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 class the class schedule that it's on and and moving into you know so I have something where people can yeah so are you saying that I can eat my gummies this weekend and not worry about no drug test when I go to work next week <laughs> <laughs> it is already it is already <laughs> I feel like I have after the show. Hey. Hey, 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 Talib. Once again. Don't blame the podcast. I didn't get an answer. That's a yes. Yes or no? Is it okay? Don't yeah. blame the podcast. Well, blame the yes. So, um, <laughs> yes, it's time to right those wrongs. It's the, according to Biden, it's time to right those wrongs. Hey, hey. I think, so you tell me it ain't, it ain't, it ain't okay yet, dude. <laughs> 
That's on you. Well, he has, Biden has commuted sentences for 11 people who are serving disproportionately long sentences for nonviolent drug offenses. I think, um, I, yeah. so, I, think I will continue to leave him alone then. Okay. All right. All right. I need I'll my job. I need, my job. I need my job at least three more years. At least three more okay, years. Okay, well, then, then, then while, while you're waiting, I'll keep you posted. Okay, keep you keep posted. You know, <laughs> <is good. laughs> hey, 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 but hey, but we don't, we, hey, we don't, we don't care about the plug that delivers the rain, snow, sleep, <laughs> a dark of night. <laughs> He's going to jail. <laughs> I will leave uh, him. Hey, <laughs> y'all, done, nice y'all, done, y'all done left the hardworking plugs out there. They like, damn. Oh, man. <laughs> right, God, what you funny. got? Okay, yeah. I don't know this might be old new, but it's still fresh to me. Cam, Ow. the public had really, the commentator is jumped on Cam because he called uh, the quarterbacks you know, game managers, game managers. Yeah. And like, I'm like, Cam, okay. Can he say that? Jump on him by his opinion. Why y'all attacking Cam? Y'all yeah. attacking his persona, his personality. Y'all in attacking his opinion. Like that girl, my sister, she had, to, she, she went way online. Talking about Cam talking like he in the basement. I said, dude, this is an MVP football player. Yes. Yeah. If you want to say his opinion is wrong, fine, but don't degenerate Cam Newton. He has a right to give his opinion. It's like you saying, if I'm not on TV, I can't give my opinion. Which is wrong. That's that by like telling Cam to shut up and go throw a pass. No. He can say what he wants to say. And I agree with Cam. They are game managers. They're not game changers. They're game managers. And that's not a, we need to stop saying that's a bad connotation. It's not. Because they are great at what they do. They are great because their team can't win without them. But you yeah. can't ask them. You can't say at the last second, two minutes left, hey, man, I need you to go win this game for me. <laughs> they can't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's all I'm yeah, saying. And, and, and the reason I agree with you, Vi, is because, I, I mean, look, Cam's, Cam's a great player, man. Cam was a great college He player. was great. Uh, during his 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 peak, his, his period of time he played, he was None a great better. player. And, you know, I think, let me, I'll be honest with you. I think. Cam gets a lot of heat from, especially the folks at ESPN, some ESPN. of the commentators. They're like they got because, a grind on him because because he's different. You know the way he 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 wears his hair, the way he dresses. You know his his. You know, but Cam Cam is a very intelligent <clears throat> guy with a football IQ as high as Peyton Manning, regardless of how they want to paint him. Right. You know, Cam knows how to get it done. I mean, I was one of the advocates who said, look, I mean, at least have Cam on the Falcons team squad as a backup. Correct. If not, I mean, he's in town. He's better than Ritter. Yeah, I'm he sorry. is. I mean, so so my point is, it's like, <laughs> you know, I think yeah. I think some of the, you know, because here's the thing. I compare the way they treat uh, Aaron Rodgers. When you talk about weird, that... <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. if, anybody's, if anybody's weird, Aaron Rodgers is strange. Who, who, comes, who comes back talking about he's coming back from an Achilles tear? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's just the things he does. I'm going into a dark cave, and when I come out, I'm going to have – What? Dude, Cam's not talking that kind of trash. They're talking he's football. Talking football. And, and he, you, you're absolutely right. He, he's spot on. There's a difference between – what you see today versus a Joe Montana versus mm-hmm. a freaking, I mean, I'm just calling it what it is. Even going back to Randall Carmichael, what was his name played for um, Philadelphia back in the day? Cunningham. Uh, Cunningham. Randall yeah, 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 Cunningham. Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Uh, these great quarterbacks who knew how to make plays break away and change a game. Dude, I mean, my as a Falcons fan, my, you know how many times mm-hmm. our heart's been broken yeah, right. by some like, of the it's like Shannon Shaw said. Like Shannon Shaw said, stop calling these players great. They're yes, good. You do. They way yes. above average. They're pro, but you're going to call them great? Dude, let me say this. I, no, I, I, I appreciate it. you saying that because I, I do want to make a comment. And I don't want to make this ESPN, but I have to say it. Randy Moss needs to shut up, dude. Shut up. How can you? How can you elevate yourself above Jerry Rice? Come on, man. Change the game. Who cares? Look at it, dude. Look, Jerry Rice. Let me it's just say this for people it's, who don't it's, understand. It's, it's a great. And somebody said this. I take this from something that somebody else needed to say. Not only was Jerry Rice player of like a decade in the 80s, he was player of the decades. He was player of the decade in the 80s and the 90s. He dominated. Nobody is even close to the records he set. Nobody. Plus, he broke all the records when there were fewer games. They didn't even have as many games. And when, they, and when, yeah. they, when the main thing was running the ball, not throwing. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and in addition to that, and I'll make this the last thing, he was going across the middle when you would get your head knocked off. Clean off. Clean and receiver, off. And when the receiver could put their hands on you all the way down the field. Yes. Right. So, right. So, so, that, so, yeah, I mean, I hate it, man. I hate it in the NBA. Uh, I hate it for the NBA when when they when they do these greatest of all time. You can't just let's just keep, let's just keep to the stats. When you when you elevate above someone statistically, then you're the you're greater. But until right. you do that, you're not. Well, yeah, the, the, that whole goat argument is just killing me right now. I, it's I killing wish, me. I wish LL. I wish LL had never said that. Yeah. Use that expression because that is probably the most overused. It is it's for people who do not deserve it. Well, I like. You might, you might as well clear. keep it fair. Keep it fair. And stick to the numbers. I like what right. Michael Jordan said. Michael Jordan said, "I will never say that I'm the greatest." He said, "I will leave that to y'all." He says, mm-hmm. "Unfair to compare when you got different stages of how they play ball." Yeah, yeah. he calls exactly. everybody. Say, "I got six. Bill Russell got eleven. Yeah. So why is yeah. he not never considered the greatest? He got eleven rings. No way I'm going to yeah, come I, I say, I, yeah. I said, just just keep it. So, if you want to keep it, make it generational or make it by decade. I bring the burn for that. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, yeah, he's I, I, always I say, talking about he, he, he's always saying he's going to be the greatest. I'm trying to be the greatest dude. So, so you you give it to LeBron more than Muhammad? Who Muhammad Ali? Well, we were, I mean, no, he's no. the one that coined it. 
But he I'm was saying, but, no, but no one ever. But they gave Muhammad his. We we ain't gonna take that. No, you know, you know, Muhammad was out there. Muhammad, when, when Muhammad said it, he was out there doing his thing. He was taking all right, challenges. Yes, right? If you yes, think if you yes. think you wrong, think I'm wrong. Get in the ring with me. That's right. it. That's it. Right. But he was crazy. Let me say, yeah, bye. Go ahead. Go ahead he bye. was crazy to get in with George Foreman. He crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, but but let me say, man, um, Le- the LeBron argument and the Michael argument will always go on. It is. But I will say this. Let me say, LeBron manufactured his greatness, and the it reason is. I say that is, you know, he 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 acted like a GM slash player. He, uh, you know, you know, I mean. That's all he was doing was going from team to team, team. city to city. And, and, and Michael Michael did it straight up in Chicago, period. Well, and he then it, maybe a few players, a few players he plugged in, but he didn't have to uh, request trades or, right. or or do this, you know, free agency and create these super teams and all this. Mm-hmm. No, Michael did it based on his talent, based on his city, right. based on his core. Yeah. It's just he, he and Scotty Pippen and, right. and whoever they could build around him. But that was it. So I, I think you gotta you gotta respect the process that Michael developed versus LeBron because anybody can say, well, shit, it ain't happening here. Let me go to another city. Michael right. didn't do that. My problem with LeBron is I don't have a problem. I, 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 I don't. Have I a think problem. LeBron is greater socially. His activism, oh, no doubt, his, his, his that's, that's activism, not even, his activism close. makes him it's not untouchable. Close. It's not even yeah. close. Not even close. Because Michael was like, "Hey, I'm I, 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 shoes. I got I got to make these dollars." <laughs> <laughs> Michael's like Michael Jordan was like, "Hey, Republicans got to buy shoes too." I don't care. <laughs> but uh, my problem with LeBron is, yeah, he thinks it's an insult to be considered not the greatest. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem. But, but he's got it. But 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 dude, and, and we could have a whole podcast on this. I mean, this is like, but yeah, I, I, I just sorry. do believe it's, it's two different. It's two, it's two different processes. It's two different processes. All right, here's my last thing, and I got to say it, man, for the city of Atlanta. You know, uh, and for the Falcons, man. Um, you know, y'all look. And I said this earlier in the in the season. You know, I, I respect Ritter, man. I, I, you know, without a doubt, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for the kid because the coaching process that the Falcons have gone through is trash. Um, Smith should not have been, in my opinion. I thought at that time they should have hired Eric Bieniemy. I thought he was the guy. They were better. If anything, they should have kept Raheem Morris. So this is a situation where you get what you get. And we're seeing the crumbling of a bad strategy in this. And unfortunately, you know, it's costing careers. It's already cost the career. I mean, call him what you want. Marcus Mariota. And it's costing it's costing the career. You're seeing a kid's career being over. Uh, as, a, Desmond as, a, Ritter. as a starter, it's over. <laughs> as a starter, he's going to be uh, relegated to backup, maybe for the rest of his career, potentially, or practice squad because of mismanagement. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, the next coach, whatever the Falcons decide to do, the Falcons have to hire a legitimate coach. Stop hiring these first-time coaches, you know, I mean, I know it's the trend, but you need somebody right now who is a, uh, how do you call it, a, a general, 
You need right. to hire a general. Quit hiring sergeants. You army guy. Quit, quit hiring sergeants to, to run everything. Hire a general. Hire a colonel. Get somebody who's had that level of management and leadership. You know, because you just can't be a coordinator. I mean, Arthur Smith is a high level coordinator who tried to run a team. He ain't good at that. He's not good at that. He's not good at that. He's known for he's the at offense, the right? And he's known for the offense. Yeah, yeah, and his 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 offensive skills have taken us to the bottom. Which I don't understand. Uh, Tilly, we hire say something or you froze. We hire a defense coordinator. <laughs> offense yeah. is great. Defense suck. We hire yeah, offense yeah. coordinator. Defense great. Yeah. Offense suck. So what is going on? Well, I'm I'm just gonna leave it at that. I, I just think yeah. you know it, the fish rots at the head and. And that's it's unfortunate because we've seen you're seeing people's careers ruined. These quarterbacks, same thing that happened in Chicago. You know, uh, Justin Fields. I mean, his career was ruined because mismanagement. The beginning, the beginning of his career. You bring these young players in, man. They need leadership. They need guidance. They need, they need the right help. Too. You can't expect a help. man to do it by himself. You can't expect these young QBs out of college to come into the NFL game and immediately turn your franchise around. Yeah, bring them it ain't help. gonna happen. My home sound a bit with about like a year, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't gonna happen. Tilly, did you have something? And then I'll go to you, Vi, for to close us out. Uh, Tilly, last, last comment. Nah, Atlanta likes losers. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but I mean, you know, listen, listen. They don't know your Listen. I'm a fan. No, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna say I think I, I I'm a fan, I, bro. I'm a fan. I'll, I'll yeah. say this real quick, Mike. No, I'm a fan of Atlanta football. I'm a fan of Atlanta basketball. I'm somewhat of a fan of Atlanta baseball. Hmm. The only team and the soccer team. So the, the Braves and the uh, United are the only teams that we've had that have any kind of rings. But yeah. yet, and still, we still go and party it. At the, at the Fulton, I mean, um, not Fulton County, at uh, Mercedes Benz, like mm-hmm. it was a nightclub. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So listen, you know, we could talk about you know Falcons <laughs> all day long, man. But really, the Falcons, what they inspire in Atlanta is party spirit. Yeah, and, yeah. and people will rise up and support that party <laughs> spirit all the time because it feels good. Yeah. But Atlanta <laughs> does not want a winning team. In football or basketball, and I'm convinced. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say this. I think we, I, you know, as, as a fan, as a longtime fan, you know, it, it seems that way. But it seems that way to leave from a from an ownership and a management standpoint. That's what I'm talking because, about. Because the ownership and the management, especially with the Hawks, I mean, I'm already upset that the Hawks. I mean, let me tell you, true. This is a real statistic as of the taping. Of the show in the last 1200 games for the Atlanta Hawks, they mm. are 600 and 600. How mid people talk about the Hawks being like a mediocre, how mediocre can you be? Wow. So the last 1200 games, they are split 600 and 600, but it shows because the owners won't make the financial commitment to spike and turn around the, the, the Braves all day. Right. Braves have been doing it the right way. Correct. Uh, Alex, I can't say his last name, is a masterful, the Braves, Alex Antopoulos, yeah. or how mm-hmm. do you say his name? Yeah. He is the master mm-hmm. of, of building a team. He yeah. understands it. He gets it. He's done it the right way. But as far as blank, uh, get a good coach, dude. Get the right coach. 
make an investment in the right. It, it, you know, you never know who's going to be the right QB, but you got to make the investment. You can't you can't hope somebody out of college with no experience comes in here and turns your franchise. He can't be your franchise quarterback. You absolutely right. Mahomes, by you said it, what, a year and a half? He said on the bench. Seven million yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to draft a young guy to be your franchise quarterback, get him some help. Get him some right. help. Yeah. Right. Like when, uh, Cincinnati, when Cincinnati drafted their quarterback, they drafted a wide receiver from uh, LSU came with him. He had help. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. So it's sad. Help. All right, y'all. Hey, uh, you know, appreciate it. And, and just quick notes, man, um, for the rest of the year, uh, this is going to be our last episode uh, of the year. We'll come back after the first of the year. But I am going to have a list of our top 10. Uh, episodes for 2023, and I'll post it, but um, I won't go through it because we've gone a little bit long in this episode, but I appreciate you guys definitely for the commentary, man. We <laughs> This is this has been some commentary indeed. <laughs> go to castropolis.net. <laughs> Choose the people poll. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. I'm just glad y'all didn't go where I told you not to go. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for staying away from a certain topic this week. Yes. Yeah, sure. uh, but big, big thanks to Syracuse, Mike. Uh, Tanya B., thank you so much. Of course, Vi Tlaib, uh, author and political analyst, Terrell Michael Harvey, man. Thanks to our crew. Uh, Millennial Nick, Lady J, Regia, man. Thank you so much, Kate. All those uh, who help us make it uh, week to week, man. Uh, and don't forget, you know, because as you, as you have, as you travel over the holidays, share the show uh you can find everything at castropolis.net or go to the app uh get the 200th uh episode long sleeve tea that's on the on castropolis.net uh again subscribe turn on your notifications the daily is on hiatus until after the first of the year so check us out any last comments before you leave for the for the year any shout outs no. Bye. People, I know Bikes. I, I know Bikes said y'all. He pardon y'all, but stay off that weed. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. You gonna be unemployed. Hey, 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 hey! Don't be at hey. Don't be at Atlantic Station like no fall for it. The country y'all gonna, say, y'all gonna say, damn, the country commentator told me I sure did. Right, don't fall sure, for it. Don't <laughs> not be lighting up in the middle. And have a good Christmas. Absolutely, I agree. And a new year. <laughs> and with that, y'all, episode 206 is in the can. Absolutely. Have a great holiday, y'all. Peace. Peace out. Power to the people. Power to the people, y'all. Ho, ho, ho. You've been listening to This is the G Podcast. This is the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.